Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Victorious Life Podcast. Please feel free to message us at messagevictoriouslife at gmail.com and visit our Facebook page at the Victorious Life PH and support this podcast. I would like to thank everyone who were able to participate during the launch yesterday, June 23, 2021. Thank you most especially for the friends who have prayed with me during the season and who were patient enough to converse with me whenever I had questions to ask them. You know what? We really need to surround ourselves with people and friends who would encourage us and pray with us in moments of hardships or just simple ventures like this one. We have this thing at church called shared liars and that's the kind of friends we need to have in our circles there are already so many depressing things happening in this world and we need each other even though we are quarantined and would rather be in the safety of our own homes we need to stay connected so we have two hashtags already for this episode. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> so it's hashtag shared lives and hashtag stay connected. So again, in these trying times, it's important. Remember that isolation is not your friend, especially when you're going through a lot of things. It's good to talk to people, to ask them to pray for you to be with you in certain moments in your life. There, so again, welcome to episode 2 of The Victorious Life. So last night, I could not sleep. <laughs> I ate coffee flavored ice cream i didn't think it would affect me that much and somehow yep it had a bad effect on my body even though i now only drink coffee like twice every month or wherever i go with friends or even once every two months i don't drink coffee anymore you know just to avoid acid refluxes we all know how terrible that could be Okay, so there's me lying in my bed last night and then come midnight, I checked my Facebook memories and voila! <laughs> A memory of my therapy sessions back in 2017 appeared. I was born with mild cerebral palsy. Especially for those who don't really know me personally or haven't seen me personally, I was born with cerebral palsy. That means... Uh, I have a hard time walking and that I use crutches to walk and basically I cannot really do what normal people can do, you know, uh, go to marathons and stuff, go grocery shopping on your own. Not really. I cannot do oh, most of those stuff. And that's how the Lord has made me. And that also means that I get 20% off. On food and groceries yep <laughs> things and you know things that i buy from national bookstore or any bookstores that i know of 
and I get like every week movie passes. Like I could go and watch a movie for free, but because it's the pandemic, of course, I cannot use that anymore. Ah, well, I would forever brag about uh, my perks of being a person with disability, but I'm just kidding aside. I am grateful to the Lord for making me this way. Of course, I wasn't at first, but thank God that he changed that. Anyway, so that's what I would want to share with you on this episode. Trials, tribulation, problems, and of course, <laughs> we are not going to leave out this episode without being victorious. There we go. Okay, so growing up, I always had a hard time fitting in because, well, I simply don't. And when you don't fit in and when you are born different, you can just make yourself like everybody else because you were born that way. You, you didn't have any choice, basically. So I remember being in grade one. I would always see my classmates playing with ball playing tag with each other and I just sat there either cheering on them with a heavy heart asking myself why can't I play with these kids and it's such a sad sight you know or sometimes I just bring a book along with me or when the teacher um, feels bad for me she would sit with me of course I love all of my teachers and I thank them for doing that but of course, if it was anyone, it would be such a sad sight. You know, my parents did a very good job at raising me to accept that I wasn't like other kids. But of course, it was mm, a hard pill to swallow. As I grew up, it's weird because that certain pill that I was supposed to swallow, it grew larger and larger and larger I, until I cannot swallow it anymore. Life became hard. Relating to people became hard. And it has affected me, basically, growing up. When I was a kid, I was just okay. You know, this is me. This is uh, how the Lord created me. But as I grew up, I became more aware of my surroundings and it affected how I related to other people how I talked to guys how I dated how I communicated with other people to my parents how I viewed myself how I viewed other people and sadly it also affected my relationship with the Lord most of all and it's such a sad sight for me to have that I'm telling you it was not a pretty place to be in at all for any child growing up to be in at all and there were so many times that I was so angry at God for putting me through all of that and for showing me opportunities that I think I could do only for it to be, well, turned down 
like there's this thing i always ask god lord why did you give me such an adventurous soul but i cannot have an adventure because i am very limited i wanted to go to places but of course i cannot i wanted to go healed go get healed and of course i cannot it's not that easy it's too expensive especially if you live in a country <laughs> like mine <laughs> in the philippines where healthcare is expensive but anyways this podcast is not about that i was so angry at god i even got to a point where i cursed god for putting me through all of that and for showing me opportunities that i think i could do but it was just turned down just like that i remember being told i was hard to handle i was hard to take care of i was hard to be with and a lot of people would say that they'd rather have a quote and quote normal friend to be with so sadly that got into my system for more than a decade and thankfully the lord's redemptive love swooped me off my feet and saved me from that kind of defeated mentality And the same way that it's true for me, it could be true for you too. I'm telling you that. I was thinking that time when I was in my defeated state of mind that I was born to suffer. Period. I was just there so people can make fun of me. Period. I was there so I can just be a doormat so people could walk all over me period and then i put my life i put a period right there and i didn't allow god to continue my story and man i was just so grateful that you and i could be free from that mentality too and yes regardless of the situation that you have you can actually break free from that too look i'm not a know it all i don't know what's going on with you right now as you're listening to this podcast i'm not sure how many people could relate to this podcast and i am not exactly sure how god would use this podcast to minister to your heart but i would like us to meet a friend you know somebody i met from the bible <laughs> she is a woman in the bible and her name was hannah and when i read her story well i didn't want to read her story anymore <laughs> like it was that sad her life was that sad i read it and i didn't want to keep reading anymore because it was affecting me already it was so de- depressing but at the same time i was so humbled by what she was going through as it was described in the bible you might want to read with me it's on first samuel uh, chapter one until two so about this woman hannah let me just enumerate that to you first of all she had a husband named elkanah but she was not She was not the only wife of Elkanah. 
So that's number one. She was not the only wife of Elkanah, remember? And imagine sharing a husband <laughs> with somebody else. And then this other wife had children. But Hannah didn't have any children. So not only was she not the first wife, but she was the barren one. And this other wife was had children of her own. And that was Hannah's frustration. She could not bear any children. And although she was always given double portion by Elkanah, and even though she was favored more than the other wife, she was always looked on lovingly. I didn't think she viewed herself that well. Because it says there in 1 Samuel chapter 1 that she would not eat. Because of the fact that she could not bear children. And she wept at the temple of God. And then when she went to the temple, this is another depressing thing. She was even judged by the high priest for being a drunkard. Wherein she is not. She was judged just because she was crying. So you and I can only imagine the trials that she has to go through because of all of those things. We may also relate to that. Like, how often have we found ourselves with a problem that we couldn't seem to get rid of? Whether it's a sickness... It's a bad decision, toxic relationships that we cannot seem to get across. And then because of all of those things, we would enviously see other people who have opportunities that we don't have. And then these people also have what we don't have but want so much in life. And that caused us to be so envious and so depressed about so many things. It just adds up to the weight of what we are feeling. And how often do we find ourselves with people talking bad in front of our face and judging us? To the point where you can barely eat and you keep on weeping. You know, for some of us, we... Just experience that consecutively, one day at a time. But not for Hannah. Because imagine having all of those tribulations, all of those trials, all at the same time. Not consecutively, but all at the same time. I repeat, all at the same time. It must really be so excruciating. And I cannot speak for you, my dearest victorious friend. I cannot speak of the struggles and the trials that you have to go through every day. I do not know what you have been through, but maybe you could relate to Hannah and maybe we could pray for you. But the amazing thing about Hannah in this story is how she prayed and communed with the Lord. 
It amazes me so much and it challenged me that despite all of these things that she went through, according to the chapter, she rejoices in God's salvation. That's written in 1 Samuel chapter 2. She and God had this close-knit relationship with each other that the word was exalts, not just rejoice. She exalts in the Lord. Let me read to you the exact verse in 1 Samuel 2 verse 1 because this totally blew my mind how victorious she is. It says here, my heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemy because I rejoice in your salvation. And isn't that so amazing? It's such a wonderful thing, especially now that we know how much Hannah has been through. And it's such wonderful perspective to have knowing that you have a God who loves you and me and all of the people around you who sees you your every need and who sees your trials and who remembers you because it's also written the lord remembered hannah and for those who are familiar with the story we know that the lord eventually provided samuel hannah eventually gave birth to samuel and samuel was offered already in a temple but that's for another podcast <laughs> It's such a good thought that the Lord remembers us. How big and majestic he is, but still he remembers us. You know, in my walk with the Lord, yes, I fell innumerable times. I've already mentioned that in the first podcast. I went through and put myself in trouble innumerable times. Put myself in trouble whether consciously or subconsciously, yep. I felt so many things. I felt insecure innumerable times. But I cannot even begin to number the ways God has been so faithful in my life. He has given me blessings and opportunities in my despair. He has given me so much favor in big or small things. When I travel, I pray for parking spaces, for example, near the door. And voila, there it is. <laughs> and I count that as favor. That's favor from the Lord. Because he makes me comfortable. I can say that he loves me. And he loves you too. He is faithful to see through our trials and our despairs. He is faithful to provide even when things are so hopeless or when we think things are already hopeless. Again, <laughs> my dear, I cannot speak for you and your trials. The unimaginable things that you go through. But the difference that we should make in our time of trial is our prayer to God. It's how we relate to Him. It's just about knowing who we talk to and how much He can do. 
and trusting that He saw it all. He is omnipresent. He sees you. And what a wonderful thought that is. We are just tiny beings compared to the wholeness of the universe, but He sees us. A victorious life really begins with that, you know. Knowing whom you pray to, whom you cling to, and whom you depend on. And when you do know His character, how great, how just, how mighty our God the Father is, shouldn't you be more confident and aware of whom you cast your troubles on? It's a joy to think that someone as mighty as this takes time to listen to your prayers and who hears you. My prayer for you is to really just have that close-knit relationship with the Lord that despite all of the things that you are going through, just come to Him. He knows and he listens to you. Your grief, your anxiety, your trials, your troubles, and all of that you can think of as trash is made beautiful, so beautiful in Jesus' name.